the sample axis, administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, you're listening to the Sample Axis podcast. Thank God for his mercies. People need to see how regal I'm looking, <laughs> how how beautiful and yeah. how royal I'm looking right now. Uh, for 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 the recap episode, yeah, keep it in 100. S- season three, I'm I'm wearing a cap. Uh, a Yoruba, not demon, Yoruba angel cap. Okay. You know, my Ankara on fleek. Right. You know, what's up? Now, this is looking like one of those uh, NBA people. Yeah. Uh, LA Lakers or whatever. Yeah, no, this is not even NBA. This is like a baseball jersey. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I'm representing. Speaking, I'm representing sp- New York. Speaking of baseball, America is so capitalist and so rich in making money out of anything. NFL, baseball, um, <clears throat> Hollywood, entertainment. And sometimes I overrate or I undervalue or, or I don't really know the 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 length or At which they do this stuff or, or the the how big these things are. Yeah, they, they they have like I don't know they have a system that works. So universities have games yeah, that are going with make money. money and they always money. pay me. Say this this is our country. It's because I feel it's like a waste. I feel like yeah yeah I feel like it's just you know they understand money. their audience how and they know. Move how to that cash flow thing is not great it's not like i mean they are like the proprietors of this they have flaws they have flaws people don't talk about the flaws a lot they have flaws like i know there was a point where they don't pay students mm. they only pay for you your play. scholarship they only pay for your scholarship that's you like learning you're learning and you're for, but the thing is they end up discovering that some of these guys are never going to go pro but they do so well in terms of bringing you money for the four years. Mm. So there are people are now. I think they changed the. I, I think they changed already. So they can now pay them mm. before even any endorsement. Everything that was coming in was not going to touch those players. Mm. So you're going to get what the university gives you. That's what the deal before. Yeah. That's why people like to go pro. But we all know that you know going pro is very hard. Yeah. And some of these guys play two three sports in the and then they leave and they don't have you know mm. substantial some of these sound all. sound like the american dream you come yeah. up from come up from nothing and they and the way they tell their it's stories it's quite beautiful because you, they have uh, americans are very i mean like they're they documentary everything. people yeah, yeah they package and I think that's, one, that's one of the things that we need to that's probably a culture we need to hold on to i mean speaking of that oh this is sports you know you're wearing a baseball jersey yeah which to me if I had my way, I would want you to wear something Nigerian. But they have been Americans are so good that they have sold all of their products from mm. sports to movies to the news, the yeah, media. Yeah, it's been cool to wear something green all the way. But this is nice. so huge, so that you know, yeah, LeBron this, James. This those money. are familiar names. It's expensive. I mean, and then we buy them. We expensive. look cool. How about we have some Nigerian stuff? I was going to talk about what, what's happening in the Nigerian ecosystem that excites me. So, Sporting Lagos just launched recently. Okay, and that's a football club started by one of those tech bros in Nigeria and it's looking very promising. Why? This guy and his team were able to secure a place qualified in whatever way to be in the Nigerian National League. That's like the second division, I believe, of yeah. the Nigerian Football League. And on, on day one of their first game, they, they almost packed out one side of the stadium in Lagos. I think Agege or, or, or Teslim. So, I like that energy. When people around, you know, um, the eyebrows or the big places in Lagos see that there's some entertainment here, homegrown sports. I can go there and pay 1,000 naira. This club can make 10 million naira a month from games, from yeah. selling merchandise. Then we can start to build our own brands, our own small businesses, so that we can replace this American. I, I just don't. I just don't like when I see too many American stuff on my uh, on people and around me because that's money. 
I want money in Nigeria to stay at home. I, I don't know. I can't I'm sure people don't agree with that, but but I want to see was, more. This more is actually a gift, and it's a gift from somebody that's very close to me. Yeah. And I know it's expensive. Yeah. Because I know, you know, you know the gift from somebody you're getting. And even the person himself said it. Yo, no. Ross, this is expensive. <laughs> you get? Well, the more, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, yo, this you is expensive, bro. That. You need to value this. Because, yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. But you know what? I, I really want to like dive into the whole Nigerian system and all it works. But I'm looking forward to the future. Hope for better it's things. Like, no, like no, I'm, it's going I'm, to I'm, get I'm a sports person. You know, I was talking to a couple of my mm-hmm. friends recently. And everybody knows that I, I'm a sports guy. I love basketball, football. I love football a lot. I'm sure you know that. I'm I mean, so you are Chelsea. I go down <laughs> the league. I think they worry these people. <laughs> At some point, I think Gregor will say, "What's wrong with you, guy?" But Why I'm learning you? though because yeah, I used to be a such fan. a movement. You know, I, I stepped away, but now I'm trying to recover. Gregor, obviously, because your business is around but, but, it. But it's never going to be the same, right? Those Ronaldinho days are different. Yeah, 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 but you know what? I think, and now, now I think, like you always say something that I like to always pick up on. We evolve Evolution, as human yeah. as humans we yeah. evolve and it's always interesting to see how things change the next step yeah now and like the way I, the way I channel my energy towards my web goal. 3.0 gaming yeah EA Sports how to the game yeah so so we're going to probably see some of those yeah artificial intelligence yeah virtual going to come in, yeah stuff. so when you want to watch I mean we already, have, we already have robotics yeah like, you might be watching in your home with VR yeah so it's a different experience different experience entirely stuff yeah like yeah that. so what I was trying to say about this is that we're always going to evolve, even in sports. For example, now I'm a Chelsea fan. I've been a Chelsea fan for yes. when for over 15 years. You know Joko, of course. Ah, I said I've been a fan for <laughs> over 15 years. Asiko was in Chelsea. Yeah, that was when I was watching football. Yeah, I've been a fan for over 15 years, wow. and I'm not joking. I, I think I calculated it recently, and it's like three knots short. Shout of out 20. to my friend Dio Dio. Dio Dio used to leave Ifaki, go to Ido to go and watch games. Ido, he would leave Ifaki. Two communities away. Yeah. Because of Arsenal game. Oh, and crazy. this was 1990, whatever. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So people, people are so connected. Football is mad. Though. Yeah. I think, I think football, when I started watching football, and the way people watch it now, it's completely different. I mean, you see people that are my age, not my age, like my age range, but they started watching football late. They don't cherish the game yet as much as I do. The way I say yet is because I know in the next three, four, five years they'll probably see from my own view. So my percep my perception of what football is like is completely different from what mm. they know. Mm. But you know it is what it is. We always evolve and there's always a space for us. It's like the podcast game right now. Yeah. Every single time I go online I'm checking my phone. I'm t- I mean today I've already seen two people that said Yo, I want to start a podcast. How am I going to go about yeah, it? Yeah. That's that's common. <coughs> I've, I've talked to like two people in the last one month. Yeah, I mean like... Who want to start podcast? The, the second person, the first person, somebody I know very well, like you know as well, mm. one of our bosses, and yeah. of course, he started, kicked off very nicely. And then somebody else, somebody else just texted me randomly and said, yo... I want to start a podcast. I know, I, know I know you want a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, okay, so like what are the things I would need to... I'm like, okay, yeah, people are... Tr- Tuning into this now, mm. and we do know that this is like a long term game. It's not. It's not a curse, but only feud. Yeah, yeah go we'll on. Be able to. You but, understand? But, but it still doesn't matter. People say yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. People say that there are much less podcasts than are, than there are YouTube channels. So we need more people. That's what they say. I was always thinking that there's no need for more people, but definitely, it's just that it might just be top ten or top hundred podcasts in the world mm. who make the money. But you are making. A documentation yeah. or you are helping yourself to become a sage or an authority in an industry so you might not make the big money but you become you have been able to you know add to your cv that over the last abc i was able to learn one two three from podding for two years or whatever 
Back to sample axis. That was sample axis. Sample axis. I don't know if that was necessary or not. <laughs> come on, come on. It is what we do. Yeah, I feel like it's already like it's like our niche. Everybody o- o- understands that. Now. For the see or, or MO. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you enjoy sample it. Sample axis episode number fifty-two. This is the part where we do a recap of the last season. We did thirteen episodes or twelve episodes. This is the thirteenth uh, that make up the season three. Is that right or right? Yeah, this is thirteenth. This thirteenth episode. Are we season four? No, season three. Wait, one to thirteen. This is end of season four. Are you serious? One to thirteen. One. Q one. Thirteen to twenty-six. Fourteen to twenty-six to. Thirteen to twenty-six. Fourteen to twenty-six. Twenty-seven to thirty-nine. Three. So this is season four ending. Well, let's not say season. Let's just say Q. Q four. Q four. So, you know what we normally do when we're doing, you know, the recap? The recap is always, we just, you know, catching vibes. Basically, we hope that everybody listens to this because I discovered that people don't actually listen to this a lot. Yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. just catching vibes. We're just trying to, you know, give you a recap of what we've done all through the season because this season was packed. Hmm. Like, so I, when I was writing down what we had done this season, I'm like, whoa, lot, this right? is packed. This is legit packed because... And let's just get to it because you know there's no time. Starting from episode forty. Should we do a random roll call before we we start dissecting? All right, random roll call. Okay, random, random roll call. call. We did Jay Z four forty four. Uh, we did Fat Joe at some point at Young Bad Girls. That was with Dangerous um, by Buster Rhymes. Okay, we had the Queen of Atro- Atrodo Rhythms. Yeah, that that's, is that's will heavy. be on your heart. That was a very beautiful Distant episode. Distant relatives from Angola. Distant relatives. That was maddening. David we Zay. had them rasky DMS. God bless his soul. Um, Flavor Lana Richie. Flavor Lana Richie. We had Jim Wild, which was a particularly um, spectacular cool. episode to me because I really yeah, love the episode. Brown. The idea and all that. Foxy Brown. And then Payback Iboro. Big ups, my man. Big ups, my man, for coming through for us. Really big man. But we're going to start all the way from number 40. Now, episode 40, we talked about this star relative, David Zare. That was the first time we got to know about David Zare from Angola. Um, Damian Mali and Nas. What do you think about that episode? That was really cool. Was really yeah, cool. I, I really did a lot of research on that. <laughs> yeah. I remember traveling from city to city. And I listened to that album, Distant Relatives, by Nas and Damian Mali, 2010, I believe. I listened, like, back to back. I just kept listening, watching the lyrics, especially for the song we were dealing with. Um, what song was that? Was it Friends? Yeah, yeah Friends. Yeah, it was Friends. So I love the song. I love the the essence of what it represents. And yeah, I, I enjoyed preparing for that. I still feel like, like I always feel most times, but particularly for this one, I, I still felt, yo, we could have done a little more on a little more research on David Zay. We could have found out some more. But that's how, that's how you always feel. It's like this thing that people say where you're in a fight or you're in a Twitter fight. Yeah. And when the fight is done, you, are, you now remember, ah, I should have said this one. You had a punchline. I had, I had, <laughs> it is when the fight is over, you now be, start re- remembering points. You'll like, be like, oh, yeah, this ah, yeah. I could have, ah, should I should have used this one. But it. yeah, that's that. You're never really ready to, 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 to be, you can be 100%, but if you're able to do 70, 75%, you have an A. Uh, you, I love working on that. The numbers are really impressive. I'm, I really try not to be about the numbers. Because every every episode is a, is is worthy, yeah. But this particular one is doing pretty well, relatively, and I like that we were able to talk about a man like David Zay, who is relatively un talked about, unknown in old African music space, but he's a legend and you know Angolan musician and revolutionary. One of the things I really liked about the episode, like he said, was that we had to do a lot of research and that research kind of opened my eyes to like new things. The fact that I didn't know a lot about these kind of people before, you understand? Like, for example, David Zeller, he was he was a voice of the Ugandans at the time, right? He was 
He was the go-to guy for the president. I mean, he took him everywhere. And, you know, learning about how he died, the conspiracy theories around it. It was quite refreshing. These are things that would never leave my mind. I, I mean, I, like somebody called me. <laughs> somebody said something, and I'm sure you guys are going to accept that. Somebody was talking to me saying that. He was saying, Nelson's an all-round guy. Said, and that's one of the reasons why everything, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is something that I can say too. Yeah. And this just made me, you know, it kind of like made me branch out from the usual things I would normally like, you know, put my mind to. So it was quite refreshing. And then, you know, listening to the song and discovering that there's so much depth in the song itself. Yeah. You know, it sounds like a normal song, but the depth is is out of this world. And then we moved on to something else in the episode 41 when we talked about Rasky and DMX. Now, yeah. Rasky and DMX... um quite a weird uh, you know weird talk because we t- I remember we said a lot about in our episode about how these two guys are two different entities in terms of even though they are both hip hop you understand hip hop one hip hop original and one hip hop imitation yeah but like there was still there was still a link you could feel that okay I felt this guy energy maybe I'm not up to his level mm. but you know I can do as much as he's trying to do here. Yeah, I can use. I'm here, Saji. Ooh, Saji. Ooh, where are you going to go, Saji? Ooh, my no, my no, go your way. I'm out of our Hmm. That's how. That's how we came up here. You know. That's how. That's how Afrobeats came up. Yeah. We tried to imitate over and over again. Imitate, take, mix, reduce, take cuts, this one, add cultural, puts, cultural remove, influences, plus or minus, until you find find your sound. Yeah. And so the OGs sound, in 1999. Cool. In 2000, we're still testing. Yeah, microphone, Iamba microphone, Buster Rhymes, Maintain, LD The Dawn. They were rapping original with local references, but that sound wasn't ours. Yeah. Until we were able to manipulate. All the way down and then, oh, test, it, test. oh, it, oh shout it out happened. To, shout out to Afrobeats producers. They were able to find that good blend. I like to, I like to think of oh, it as the time that... That was the time. That You know, today... Um, was it oh, eight or 2010? How about your boy? Yeah, holla your boy. Oh seven, oh seven, oh seven, oh eight. Because everything came together from. No, no, that should be like oh ten, oh oh eleven, or oh twenty ten. Every Nigerian sound. Yeah. Do you know the song that just came to my mind right now? Do you know the song that just came to my mind now? I'm sorry, I have to say this. Yeah. Baby, it's true. I represent the chalk boys crew. Do you remember that song? I don't really know the song, but I can tell. Hey, ah, does anybody think think this this fly? Hey, no. Am I? Chuck Boy Crew. I don't know. I know, you know, I, know this song. Killing, I know Killing This, but I don't know. Oh, many many Brian Motu the chorus in that song. I don't know why this song pops into my yeah, head right I know, now. I know. Since so, I saw you, I've been wondering who you are. I know the song. I correct what you got your phone. That example is, is, is Anotia Anotelia. Yeah, All yeah. of that is Sinopita's combined. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying this were like the old Mixing sounds. everything. So that's 1999-2000 hip-hop testing, testing that yeah. Rasky was doing with the rest of the crew. That was and rhymes or two. Yeah, ah, that was going to blend with the bang bang din din Owambel sound to create the whiskey Bakuruma Afrobeat in 2010. Wow, look at that link. And Platform. then no, no, we have to do no, 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 no. We are still the connect, the connect that Greg just did right now. Yeah, that, that so guy. that's why Afrobeat is a, a collage of all of those things. Yeah, pop, uh, reggae. In fact, you listen to Daddy You by Wiz, and that's that's raga, that's Jamaican sound. Gadu, Yeah. 
what's the name of that? Rigatin. Rigatin and there's a popular song. Uh, Rockstar. And when I met again, Mother She Wrote. Mother She Wrote. So and that's Rigatin now. Yeah. Uh, so that, those influences. And, you know, from the 40 to 41, we were able to. Somehow there was still some I mean, Mali reggae mix. Yeah, yeah, because we still had we still had remedies. we had um, Grady Harrell and Remedies on that Belinda. What if I told you I preferred that to the Raski sampling DMX part because I love Grady Harrell. That song by Belinda, Belinda, oh Belinda. They used to call him the uh, almost Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that episode. Yeah. And you know, remedies, cool. remedies also did the same thing by sampling that and adding some yeah. talking drum and Nigerian. It was so so really nice. I really like that. what Remedies did. And so, when we entered episode forty two, you want to start off with episode forty two? Yeah, Eugene Wild. I didn't really know so much. Nelson is the old man who knows. The <laughs> so you don't have to call me an old man, guy. You don't have to call me an old man. I enjoy finding out and listening to their music. Today I was on some on a shady roll. I went to like five songs. Yeah, and then you texted me. I like five shady songs, and yo, I was just loving it. Yeah, shady, shady is amazing. Um, shady, shady is amazing. And I found out new songs too. But episode forty-two, I had to find out who Eugene Wild was. Foxy Brown made. Now, don't take this wrongly. Foxy Brown made my generation find Eugene Wild. Yeah, that's cool. That's no. that's what it that's is. So, right. people like us who like going back or who like connecting today's sound to the old sound would always find out who the OGs were. So, Eugene Wild, I don't know so many of his songs. I think we we talked about his story yeah. a little bit on that on that episode. Yeah. You can find out by listening. And we bounced into P Square. Uh, what's that story? Story. Which now, has, you know, the base it, of the song. Base, yeah. One future. of the things. One of the things I just want to talk about because first and foremost, if you give me the opportunity to talk about Eugene Wilde, I'll talk from now to next year because I'm a big fan. You understand? This is one of the first um, set of sound. Like it's kind of music was one of the first set of sounds that I actually got accustomed to from my early days of listening to music. So Eugene Wilde, Eugene Wilde's um, "Gotta Get You Home Tonight" is a perfect jam. When I say perfect jam, it's just that song. That is cool in the night, you're with your woman or whatever preference you take. And then you guys are chilling and then just, mm, mm, it's just perfect. Yeah, so you groovy. understand? It's so, so groovy. And you know, you just you just want to be there and just chill. And that's one thing that just makes it really cool. And then you think about Peace Quest story. You know, the song is so beautiful, has a deep meaning. You know, understand? these guys are trying to talk about themselves. Appreciate and then you have Foxy Brown that is just messing around with sounds, but finds a perfect rhythm yeah. for this. So that's one of the things I also loved about episode 42. Go and listen in. If you have not listened now, go back and listen to that episode. Random stuff that you didn't ask. I think I was rapping Nas verses on that Foxy Brown song. I, I'm not sure if that's the song or another one. There is one song I'm trying to remember. Nas? Nah, this song this song by Nas is different, it's recent. But there was one old beat that I was rapping on. It's probably this beat. I think it was he did a lot of rapping. Oh god, it? I want to remember so like so badly right now. Hold on. This is unnecessary, but was it was it I think it was ready or not? Yeah, I come. You can have now that's, that I escaped the world away. Yeah? That's Fuji's. I think it must be Fuji's. I'll, I'll still do that video. I'll rap. I'll do that video. And I I, I just... It's, it went so smooth on that beat. And it's still... You know, it was in... Yeah. Replace Me by Nas featuring... Featuring um, Big Sean and Don Tolliver. Let's move to episode 43. Flavor, Lana Richie, mm. and um, Barbara... Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, X-Mile. 
X Mile. Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah. All right. So that one was a uh, you know it was a no brainer. Oina Mumo. Nice song indeed. It, it, it mirrored. Like Oina Tumo. Oina Tumo. You say it's a, you say it's a no brainer. It's actually hard to kind of hard to decipher. Though. No, no. I mean like the the, the style of the episode. Do you think it yeah, was Babara? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it was Lana Richie. Lana Richie. I watched it. I had to watch a documentary. Yeah, though. we had to like you know go back and forth, and then there was no there was no clarity exactly because I think it took me a while for me to connect. Where that the, sound. Yeah, and then you pointed it out to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that's stuck true. Stuck on this. you. I saw it stuck I on you. I know, such a beautiful song. Too. That's from the 1983 album, Can't Slow Down. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. And, of course, X-Smile and Babara. Now, Babara is, like, Babara is um for Nigerians. He's, like... The he's, OG, OG. Yeah, OG, OG. Wait, wait, someone, con- someone considered him the greatest gospel singer for the Yoruba clan, I believe. That works. That's the greatest... Gospel musician. The people who could wear that <laughs> crown, who yeah. could have been given that name, are uh, Tokwe Alabi. Because Tokwe Alabi now has done way more, or yeah. not, not way more, has done more than Babara in terms of albums catalog and, and his catalog. But there was uh, Fumi Aragbaye, Evangelist Fumi Aragbaye. There was. I listen to. Shola listening is uh, is a new generation. Ah, well, she's good. She's she's been here. I'm for talking a while. about the greatest to do it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it might come off as disrespectful. Again, some people don't care about these things, and especially in the gospel space. But people like to talk about who you would always talk about stuff like this. You can't did, escape. Who stuff did like more? This. Who who did a lot more? So Barbara had, you know, a lot of people in a chokehold back then. This was nineties into the 2000s and he did a lot albums and the way he moves you with the songs yeah he's he's celestial people move with the music those that's how people wake up in yoruba household yeah Tokwe Alabi is a new generation from early late 90s i believe to already come on in 2003 or, or later but barbara was that picture of was that figure the people who came before him there's this baba they used to call ah i think he is is albino and i don't know what's his name maybe kokoro or something but he's an og too but i'm, I'm not sure he made sales like that babara was a was a commercial, was everywhere. commercially successful you know albums like hallelujah babara at 40 um sacrament yeah sacrament is on etc sacrament so he, I think he takes that position. Yeah, he takes. Bolare could actually wear that too, but I don't know why people may not consider Bolare the greatest Yoruba gospel singer ever. <laughs> she may just be, but Babara is up there too. Uh, so just a part of Babara song that that was featured or sampled by X Mile on that song. Uh, what's the title of the song? Grace, Grace. That's the title of the song. So we talked about that. It's a weird range. Going from Flavor and Richie to X Mal and Barbara, we just like to <laughs> we like to we like to, we like to get the range part. on. So, yeah, that's episode forty-three. All right, episode forty-four. Um, we had um, four forty-four. Yeah, which was a classic for me. We we're trying to do pun intended. Yeah, forty-four, four forty-four. Yeah, and Jay Z. You know, we got to. I got to. I got to even do more research on Jay-Z because yeah, yeah, of that. Yeah. You know, and I listened to a couple of songs and I found out about the the British guys that he took, uh, you know, the song from. And such... Why such would I forget that? Uh, her their name, name? Her name is... Uh, Heartbreaks and... Oh, no, no, come on. I'll, I'll remember. Hannah. 
Hannah and the Heartbreaks. Check mm. it out. Yeah. Four forty four, of course, classic album by the greatest rapper of all time, Jay Z. I don't know if there's a debate to that, but whatever, I don't even care. Uh the New York Goats. Um yeah, we, we did we selected four four songs on that album and we took some of the samples to discuss uh just for to make that episode a special one. 444 the album uh where jay-z essentially passed a message to his wife about something that happened and then also putting his name in in the sands of time as this album cements a place for me in history i was talking about massimi uh a song like what other song? QJZ. QJZ. I um, loved QJZ a lot. Yeah. And there, were, there were a lot of samples. There was even Bam. Yeah. There was Bam, Bam was on there. By, uh, Sister Nancy. Sister Nancy. I'm trying to remember other songs on on on, Q, on, on, on 444. Smile featuring Gloria Carter. And there was um, Legacy. And there was also Family Feud. Many, many songs like that. So, that's a classic album. So, Hannah Williams and the Affirmations. Yeah, Hannah Williams and the Affirmations were the original owners of Mm. the song that was sampled on 444, the flagship song of the 444 album. Essentially, you know, know, very, very important song to Jay-Z's career, to Jay-Z's catalog. Yeah, that's what we did. You can check out these episodes. Uh, They're available on your favorite streaming platforms. Uh, You can check them out and listen again. All right, so the next time we were in the booth to record, we recorded Fat Joe and Tina Turner. What's love got to do with it? Now, Fat Joe featuring Ashanti. Now, we knew Ashanti rolled the early 2000s in terms of, you know, remixes and all that. She's like, the way, you know, the way Buju is ruling Nigeria right now, currently, this wave of, you know, Buju still still being that active and all that. Mm. That's what she was doing then. Ashanti was on every record in terms of Jaro. She was in records with her pairs. 50 Cent. Yeah, 50 Cent. She was everywhere. And it was beautiful. And she's such a beautiful woman. She hasn't aged a beat. Wow. Yo, I saw I saw a performance of Jaru and Ashanti New Year's Eve, New York uh Times Square. Yo What's love got to do? Sh- got I li- to do I like when it, when women Mary J. Blige. Oh no, Mary J. Blige is awesome. Ashanti, even Shade. Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown, even though Foxy Brown didn't go Yo, like the normal route that we expect. Like, I think I can I can I can say that women in their thirties and forties are the are the best. That's really the cl- that's really the best you can have. Not under twenty three girls. Come on, those ones will stress your life. <laughs> so so it must be nice to be in that in that bracket. I mean, yo, Mary J Blige and Ashanti. Mary J Blige is beautiful. That's what I can say, man. I, I I saw I saw a performance at the Super Bowl, and I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. She still has the moves, and she's so beautiful. She she carries herself in such a majestic way yeah her voice is still perfect yeah and a big shout out to the male our male counterpart counterparts as well talk about people like eminem these guys look like they're still ready to go even though we know right now they are ogs but i mean eminem is 49 coming back eminem is 49 dr dre is 52 Snoop dog is 51 nas is pushing 50 nas is pushing 50 you get so everybody's like and it's a young man's game now pushing p yeah gonna Pushing um, B. Pushing these B. boys, even Future. young young thug, 
young thug uh, and those are not young boys anymore they yeah. are they are also moving to the og yeah, status drake j cole kendrick those guys are moving to their 35 yeah plus. and i really like this episode. young this boys, is number 45 the little pumps the etc uh, those, those guys 45 have, yeah uh, the other joke. part of 45 um eve uh yeah, i wanna love you featuring alicia oh, keys no don't you stop this. Don't you stop, stop the music. Yeah. Now, this song, I'm really happy that Eve and Alicia Keys decided to bring it back, even though it was in the 90s as well. Do you remember How about, Far Apart? Yeah, I think um, Yabo and people is 83 or so. I think um, Eve is like early 2000s, like 2002. So about, so about 20, 20 years plus. And then you think about it and like the way music has evolved in terms of the sound and how it's been appreciated. Yabo and people's, man, those two, the couple, amazing couple. They did wonderful songs. Mm. I mean, like, I'll, we're still, um, myself and a couple of my old school people were talking about how important Yabro and people's were yeah. to music. Not because they were the biggest group, because they were not even there for so long, but they, but they know those, they dro- yeah, they dropped Five perfect times. songs and they left. Mm. So it was just, Good, good tidings for them, and yeah, mm. that's what we did on 45. It was really cool. Episode 46, 46. Our bad girls are still dangerous, uh, of course. <laughs> I mean, of course, what he said, times 200. So, that's um, um, the group known as Black Reverence sampling Buster Rhymes <laughs> in that popular song, <laughs> Dangerous, which which goes back to episode 41 where we were talking about Raski and the remedies. Uh, Black Reverence were part of that 2000 and 2001 generation, they made hip-hop in Nigeria and, you know, the Nigerian, those are the earliest. Before them, there was Junior and Pretty, but they were part of the, again, I don't like to say imitation group. They were part of the people who made attempt to make hip-hop. Up to today, what if I told you I still don't know what Nigerian hip-hop is? When I say that, I mean what qualifies yeah, there's as no original Nigerian yeah, Exactly, hip-hop. exactly. We're not Maybe we should say hip-hop is not our own because what we still do Drill, drill, drill is UK based, but Nigerian Nigerian rappers now do drill and grime. So we do grime. Yes. What's the difference between drill and grime? I think I, we have had this conversation before. This okay. is doing, this is deja vu for me. Yeah, <laughs> we may have. But my point <laughs> is, in two thousand, Nigerian rappers wanted to sound like Buster Rhymes. In yeah. two thousand and eight, come on. M.I. rapped oh. on Owambe Beats. And that's an Otea Notele, the action film. Those hey, are, those are you're typical. You're back with a banger for the hood, for the street, for Bedou, the sanga. Nigerian Bedou, but it's rap. So let's call it rap and not hip-hop. I don't know. But I still want to know what qualifies as Nigerian hip-hop. I mean, Who knows? Payback Iboro. Uh, I wish we did a lot more with the interview, but... Yeah, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. But we'll get back to that. We're still in the... Except we're just going to say that hip-hop is not originally Nigerian, but we adopted it. Ditto for rock and country. Country is not Nigerian. Yeah. But we, we created something. This world is not my... High life is not exactly Nigerian, but we domesticated it. No, no, we, we made... We, you see, that's, that's something we took from the outside world and made it ours. And we defined it. Because right now, you can say there's a difference between high life, Ghanaian high life, and Nigerian high life. Okay. You hear the you hear the like two yeah. you you can tell. I mean, but were, were you able good. to differentiate then? No, it's no, no no. I mean, it took a couple of years, but as from sixty seven to like seventy, like three years into the like 
after the civil war yeah there, there was, was a stance a and you know why it's so cool that we even said it in one of our high life episodes that there is a western nigerian high life mm. and eastern nigerian high life cool so that's one of the things that's really cool we left angry girls on episode 47 we took a trip down uh to the late 80s where we talked about the queen of our true dual rhythms now when we are talking about Nigerian queens in the music industry. There was one time where we had to put, you it's know, you put together a it's not atrado. 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 So we talked about the fact that, you know, there are a couple of people that we cannot just talk about them in passing because they were effective to the industry yeah. and everything has happened. So uh, we put together something about Beyond Your Heart. I really hope at some point we can get her to just do maybe a short interview. I mean, even yeah. the 10, 15 minutes, let's just talk and, you know, we just maybe take this episode out and add that I don't know how we're going to do yeah, it possibly or maybe have something else or just have a, a full length interview a full, a full length interview because I really want to pick up on what happened during that time because this was a time where imitation was at the strongest everybody was trying to sound like but we wanted it to be Nigerian enough it's the same, for it's the same formula yeah that's what I'm saying they were trying to sound like but they wanted it to be Nigerian enough I mean we had people like Alex So people like DZK Fowler I mean making sounds on records that you think they are not Nigerian mm. and then people like Vanel Mariogi apart from Nigeria will survive every other song of that album sounds like a song from the UK yeah so like yeah and we did that with you know Queen of if you want to learn a lot about um, you know uh, There's something like the Nigerian language you know that Vanel Mariogi was in Coco de for not that oh that's not oh no, that's in Nigerian. Nigerian yeah sound if it was Solar Records or what's the name of Whispers or whatever uh, or Yabro and Peoples or whatever whoever do, those are I'm trying to look for solid groups Supremes. the Isley Brothers the Supremes Frankie Lyman if it was them you wouldn't hear Coco de for not that's pigeon yeah. but you would hear domesticating you know pop records yeah Making making it nice, it's something we have always done, yeah, super cool. Something super we have cool. always done, and uh, you know what? If you want to learn more, uh, just listen to episode 47. Episode 48 was the this, the very first this episode that we had. Wow, this, this, wow, that that just reminds me that we need to do nice and rugged man this episode, yeah. Because it's I'm looking at this right now, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I feel like this um, season has been amazing, yeah. But let me solid. keep that for the end of the you know. Everything. Park and um, Biggie, um, these samples. We, th- we did one for Biggie. Um, what's that one we did for Biggie again? Um, who Shot Ya? Who Shot Ya? Yeah, that was taken from uh, Mr. Alvin uh, from the si- 70s or 60s. And when we talked about that for, you know, talk about how there was like, that even if, in fact, in the from the song from Mr. Alvin, it was like the basic beat of Mr. Alvin that was using Who Shot Ya? And that was beautiful. And then, of course, um, two parks. One of the biggest disc records, if not the biggest disc record of all time, hit them up. Hit them up. Uh, was taken from Sida Garrett and Dennis Edwards. Now, Dennis Edwards was the former leader of The Temptations. Did you know that? And Sida Garrett was the writer for Michael Jackson for a long time. That beat. Bang, bang, da, na, da, 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 I want Kelly one God. Exactly. Go and listen. Oh, From wow. the album Chrome. Chrome EP. So, yeah. If, so, if, so, if, so if so I had discovered, I would like for us to go back to that then. Yeah. Once at some point later on. Yeah, maybe yeah, in the future. We, but we something do something really cool. on Zinoliski and We already did something on Zinoliski. Yeah. In the Mode 9 episode. Yeah, that was really cool. I really liked that episode. Two. Number two. I mean, I think it's about time for us to bring Zinoliski back. Wally Thompson. Yeah, I think it's about time for us to bring Zinoliski back. Be time, it might, might be time. Might be time, you know. Yeah, no, and you know, episode 48 was really cool. And then we went to 49. Now, this is 49. I have to say this. Hmm. 
I think this was the most tasking episode of the. Was it? Maybe no, no, no. Episode fifty wins. Forty was the. Oh yeah, fifty, 50 wins. Well, forty nine. I think forty nine. So forty nine took a lot for me. In terms of research. Yeah, because I had to learn over and over again. Hmm. Search for docu's. Read about the man. There was not so much line out there, so you had to like really go deep, deep, or put the pieces together. And you have to be sure whatever you're getting from this end is Connect. equating what is get, you're getting from this end. Mm. And, you know, Re- Rex Lawson, Sawale, and, the you know, the remixes done by Alexito in Wala, Wala Colombo, mm. as well as Flavor in that shower cover that he did later on. And you see how far... Even now, do you know that Rex Lawson's shower is coming back? Oh, TikTok guys are doing something around it. Oh wow, that's that's. They are not taking the entire thing. Obviously, I don't even think they even know that it's Rex Lawson. But like, sawa sawa sawa. I don't. I don't think anything is organic. I think it was directed. I think some. You sure? Push some buttons. I mean, <laughs> what are you talking? Rex about? Lawson. Something. Maybe maybe flavor. But yeah. Rex Lawson. Or someone influential would have started something. Yeah, somebody must have said something. Mm. And you know, Rex Lawson. You know, is always you know listening and getting to know about these guys' life history, how they live their life, the fact that he died early. You understand? And we talked about the fact in that, in that episode. That episode was packed. Mm. Was packed. Forty nine was really packed. Yeah, I really yeah, loved yeah. it. Do you have anything to talk about the episode? Flavor. And I mean, Jim Baby Wala Colombo. Now that I song is a big song. Was a big song yeah. and. You know, I'm sure if you have a gathering of, you know, older folks, when I mean older folks, I mean people that are like in their 40s, early 50s, or worst case scenario, early 60s, mm. and you play Baby Wala Colombo, yeah, they can connect. you're busting a move. Everybody's that's, busting a move. That's 70s. Or, or you play something from every now, goalie. That's 80s. That's some 80s vibe, and they'll really love it. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. And Check then, out these, these episodes that <laughs> are available for you to listen and enjoy and share. Yeah. Episode 50. Yeah, that, that's the mother of all <laughs> episodes. It yo, was, it was it was hectic. Yo, we took three. We recorded like three times. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's it took us about a month. Underground information, though. <laughs> it took us about a month, but we did it to put it together. But we, we, yo, I think I can't wait to listen to it over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm proud that we even tried. Yeah, to make it, it happen. It's like two hours twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, and you it know, was awesome. Good stuff. It was awesome. Stuff. Episode fifty. Uh, random pieces that we random songs, maybe ten that that, that I can remember. We didn't do Frank Sinatra. We no. didn't do Frank Sinatra, but we talked. To, no, we did Frank Sinatra actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sam Cooke. That's life. Mary we did Sam Cooke. Uh, uh, Papa Wemba. There's going to be a change now. Papa Wemba. We did Manu Dibango. We talked about Michael Jackson. Speechless. Two Faced DBS. Two Faced DBS. African Queen. South Hortons. Motherland. Shade Adu. Sweetest Taboo. I mean, like 50 songs. So just go there, you know, binge listen. What, what was the most surprising name? On the list? Yeah. What would people be surprised to find there? Maybe... I can't remember, actually. Just Billy Holiday. Did you pick something, Billy Holiday? No, Swedish House Mafia, maybe. Maybe Swedish House Mafia. How did they make it? Tracy when, Chapman? I don't when, think so. When Avicii didn't. Nico Mbargo. Is Nico al- it's Mbargo. also an unlikely name. Nico Mbargo. Yes, yes. I think the other guys are usual guys. Maybe Billy Ocean, though. Yeah, Celine John is super qualified. Yeah, they were at Michael Jackson, Louis Armstrong, Chim. Whitney Houston is qualified. Maybe Justin Timberlake would have wild people. Yeah, 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 just that. So check out the episode. Check out the episode. Long one. You can just listen. You know what? If if I were you, it would be when I'm cooking. That would be the perfect time to listen to that episode. Watching. Episode 51, Payback Iboro interview. It's actually not Iboro. Payback Iboro interview. 
Uh, Nelson was saying he borrowed the entire time, but I was like, I should have told you before now. Payback, he borrow. I think I didn't say that to him directly. The man, you actually did. I did. Yeah, the man from Akwai Bomb, one of Nigeria's dopest rappers. Payback, he borrow. Payback, he borrow. Um, we needed to talk to him about that album, particularly about his art and that album, Cult, mm-hmm. and many of the things that he's up to. Uh, by now, I expect that, you know, whenever this may have dropped, West African Goat is his next album. And, you know, I expect that would be fire too. Yeah. He's just up there when it comes to rap in Nigeria. Uh, I think right now, I can't pick 10 rappers. I'm not call payback. I'm not call payback. It's my bias, and I expect that. W- I think that 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 should make sense. That I mean, should make sense for a lot of people. Yeah, as well. yeah. If you if you if you want to talk about rap from 1999, from Swat Roots, and um. You know, Junior and Pretty, the OGs who did it first to show them camp in 2010, whenever they started, or 2006, Mode 9, and push that forward to today. Yeah. Modu Modu Black. If you want to pick 10 people who would represent some of the dopest and greatest, that's Olamide, that's MI, and somewhere, that's Payback. All right, that's cool. Whatever he said is what I'm going with. I'm sticking with Gwega on this one. Now that's it. Uh, we really hope that you guys. Uh, we really hope that you guys enjoyed every uh, part of this season because we did. We enjoyed putting this together, and we're not stopping. You understand? We're going to do episode 100. Don't worry. Don't fret. Absolutely. Don't fret. We're here. Don't fret. We're here. And of course, uh, expect us again back in your ears. There's no break this time. So back to back as much as we can. Most definitely. Um, most definitely we're going to be dropping it as hot as the as they come, basically. So no more break again. Yeah. And we're starting to never say never. What if there's a war situation? Oh, God, do not allow there to be war. What in if Jesus you, name. you relocate? Or if I relocate, maybe we take two, three weeks record. for me to just get my Settle stuff together. When I get my get stuff to together, it. bam. I hate it, I hate it. Wow. I mean, like, <laughs> Guega is the most evolved person. You guys need to know how much of a liberal person Guega is. Yeah, I mean. Libra is his name. Libra is his middle name. I'm weird with it because I remember one time I posted, I, I just I just watched AO Technology, 50 Cent, Justin Timberlake, and I was re- thinking about this. I'm like, so, so the, 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 the vixens in the video or the song is about having sex over the air <laughs> or or not in person or using technology mm-hmm. to have sex so and that's where vibrators work or devices that enhance you know i don't know how when when to stop when this becomes x-rated <laughs> but i'm just talking about how things evolve and you know i just posted that that the future of sex might just be remote <laughs> and this this brother, everybody talks about <laughs> Everything is remote. Yeah. Big, everything. So this uncle of mine saw the post on Facebook and, I s- and said, careful what you wish for. There yep. are some things that cannot be replaced. Yeah, especially uh, Physical church is yeah. very important, blah, blah, blah. Book yeah, nobody, raffle, yes. nobody said it's not important. Oh. But look at it. We're recording in person here. Yeah. We can also achieve recording. I know it's not the same thing, but we can also achieve you 10,000 miles apart in Canada or in Australia. We can also record yeah. and still have some kind of familiar feeling. That's what the metaverse has been trying to achieve. I mean, Zoom calls and stuff like that. But what can we do with sex? I think that's one thing that that you just just cannot edit. Physical touch. No matter how strong the video call is, no matter how you... You can't create a hologram. I mean, 
Yeah. It's just crazy. A lot but, of talk, a lot of but talk. I think there are always alternatives. Always alternatives. That's why hogs are not replaceable. Yeah. You see, that was a, I, that's what I was thinking so about. So even right if now. you have been talking like to if someone... You can, if you can't replace hogs, then there are a lot of things you can actually just you replace. You cannot replace it. There's you no way. There's a okay, difference. look at it this way. Let me be weird. Let me just be weird for being weird's sake. Can we detach our dicks? Or can we create human beings where... This is not going to the fault. Can we? Definitely. I mean, Neuralink, AI. Yeah, I was going to talk about the Neuralink. So that Neuralink when when you create, you can create emotions. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me be very weird and silly. You can create another version of yourself in a robot, like Swan Song. You can clone yourself. Yeah, clone yourself so that it's almost the same, <laughs> and you can detach, and then send it. You know, you charge it in whatever way that will last for ten days. <laughs> And you send it over to the to, to wifey or, or babe. Oh my god! And then she can have that, you know. Oh. And, and not just the. D- <laughs> there will be other components of you. Maybe there will be a representation of you, who she can then connect some kind of wires to, so that oh. muscles can connect. That's gonna be a whole lot. That's sci-fi and that's silly, silly talk, right? But that's. Again, never say never. It is what it is. You've seen Total Recall. Yes, I have. And we're going to Mars. These things sound silly, but we might (laughs) not achieve what we're talking about, but we might be able to achieve some. I'm really looking forward to all the advancements in science. That's what what I'm about. You know, it's always cool. Aging. Yeah, aging is a thing. We might be able to preserve people's brains. Yeah, that might happen. So that I don't don't die. Even if I die, there's a replica that can live forever. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it on the Sabalashes podcast. Oh, man, it's been fun. Talking. It's never the same. It's been, it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's been great all the way. Uh, we can't wait for you know Q five. And of course, we want you to write with us or do a big shout out to everybody that listens. Thank you. Make sure you share for your friends and everybody. Uh, this is the Sabalashes team. We out and enjoy life. Don't forget to enjoy life. We out. <laughs> the sample axis administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. You're listening to the Sample Access Podcast.